0: Kathy Davidson and welcome to our women's meeting. We have a group of women here and some men that are endeavoring to walk in the kingdom of God, endeavoring to walk in the power of God, not in word, but in power. I wish you would join us and let God minister to you. Amen. All right, let's open with prayer. My heavenly father, my heavenly father, I thank you. My heavenly father, I thank you. I thank you for being here. Father, open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia. You opened her heart, Lord. Open our hearts that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto you. And Father, I thank you For that spirit of grace on this meeting. Father, I thank you for that spirit of grace. That spirit of grace on this meeting. And Father, I thank you for your glory. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, if you will turn with me to John 10. I haven't read this in a while, but I need to. Verse 35, Jesus speaking. He said, If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came... And the scripture cannot be broken. Remember that. The scripture cannot be broken. Everything you see will someday be burned up. Everything that you know, everything that you see, everything you feel will someday be destroyed by fire. What a last, the word of God. The word of God will not be ever destroyed. The word of God goes on forever. And this says, this word cannot be broken. And with that, I want us to turn to Joshua 3. It's an interesting way that God is going to have me minister to us today. But I tell you what, I think it's in Timothy. It says that there are perilous times. And these are perilous times. It's like, what more do you want? What more do you want? Is it not bad enough for you? Because it's going to get worse. Perilous times, they're here. This is the end. Matthew 24 talks about the beginning of sorrows. Any mother can tell you, that word translates to labor. Delivering a child. Any mother that has ever had to deliver a child, they'll tell you, when that labor starts, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. I remember on my first born. And, you know, it was my first experience with this. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know what my body was going to do. And and I tell you what, my body took it very seriously. And at one point I told the nurse, okay, I've had enough. I need a break. And she laughed at me. She knew better. You couldn't stop it. It was going to go on until it birthed that child. Thank God she's like 30 something years old. Anyway, now. We are on our way out of here. This is the end times that we've always heard about. We are on our way out. Now, how are we going to walk? How are we going to get out of this? How are we going to walk out of here unscathed? If you will turn with me to Joshua 3, we're going to see some amazing truths. Verse 9, I'm going to begin in. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel. Now he's talking to about 2 million plus people. 2 million. We're not talking about five guys on the street corner. He has the whole nation of Israel following him. He's leading them. Moses is now dead. And I want you to remember this as we read this. Every one of these people that Joshua is talking to, every one of them except one, has never seen the Red Sea parted. They never saw any of the miracles. Now They saw the miracle of the manna, And the cloud overhead and the water, they lived in that. But they never saw the Red Sea part. This is the next generation. God destroyed that generation because they wouldn't believe. He promised he'd take them in, but that generation wouldn't believe. They rebelled, and God said, no problem. We'll wait till you're all dead. And we'll take the next generation in. Oh, the mercy, the goodness, and the severity of God. Not a one that you want to play with. Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby you shall know that the living God, the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Hevites, and the Perizzites, and the Gergesites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. A lot of peoples. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth. You see, this is the God of all the earth. The God of all the earth passes over before you unto Jordan. Now, therefore, take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord. And the, uh, the God's Spirit is with that ark. He's not in the ark, he's in heaven. But his Spirit is with that ark. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord. The Lord of all the earth. This is Jehovah. This is the big dude. This is the big God. This is the God above all gods. The Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand on a heap. Go ahead in your bathtub and try to make that water stand on a heap. We know that water won't do that unless God intervenes. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant of the people. And he told them to stand way back from the ark. said, stand way back. I mean, way back. It said, and come to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over the Jordan and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And as they that bear the ark were coming to Jordan. That's a big river. Coming to Jordan. And the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water. For Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of the harvest. That the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city Adam that is beside Zaratan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. Do you see what God did with his people? He said, when the God of the whole earth that's that's with that covenant, that's with that ark, when they stand in that water, when the God of all the earth comes down and stands in that water, those waters are going to cease. They're going to stand as a heap, and they're going to dry up, and these people are going to walk over. So that's twice. I love it how people say, well, you know, the, the, the Red Sea was just a fluke. What about this? That's twice. And actually, it happens again with Elijah and Elisha. Now, I want you to go to chapter 5, verse 1. And it came to pass... So when all the kings of the Amorites, which are on the side of Jordan westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites, which are by the sea, heard, heard, that the Lord had dried up the rivers of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted. Neither was there any spirit, neither was there spirit in them any more because Of the children of Israel. God has been ministering this passage to me for a couple weeks. If you can take this in. Look at what God did. He promised them the land. And he not only promised them the promised land. But when it was time to go in. He shut up. He dried up the Jordan. So all those people could walk over on dry land. We're talking 2 million plus. But look at what happened. Everybody that found out that that happened, their hearts melted. Their spirits failed. Why? God showed up. God was with the Israelites. And that's what they were afraid of. That's what they'd begun to fear. Why? Their gods couldn't dry up a mud puddle. This one dried up the Jordan for them to come across. God was with these people. God was right in the midst with the Ark of Covenant. And when those priests touched the water, the Lord God of all the earth stopped the waters. Do you know you have the same God? Have you ever considered that the same god you serve is that god he's that god he was with his people israel and he brought them in and not only did he brought them in but he brought them in to where everybody in that land saw they were doomed they saw they were doomed all those people saw they were doomed And if you remember, before your little self-righteous heart pops up and says, well, why did God kill all those people? He told Abraham, if you paid attention, he told Abraham 400 years before, he said, when their sin has gotten bad enough, I'm going to send the people in. And they're going to annihilate them. They were annihilated because of their sin. You got that? Because they wouldn't obey. Their sin is why God had the Israelites go in. He says, it wasn't because of your righteousness. I promised Abraham, and it's because of their sin. All right? Now, go with me to Daniel 3. I'm going to begin in verse 16. This is a familiar story we're all familiar with. We even have a great song that we sing about it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego We're talking to the king Nebuchadnezzar. They would not bow down to the king's image. They would not serve any, any of the gods of Nebuchadnezzar. They refused. And they refused to bow down. And they were threatened. If you don't bow down, you're going in the furnace of fire. Got that? If you don't bow down to the the, the image of Nebuchadnezzar, you're going in the fire. And they refused. Now, before I read this, I want you to understand in history what year this was. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were getting ready to go be thrown into the fiery furnace because they would not bow down. They would not bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's gods. It's the same time that Israel and and Judah were being destroyed because of their sin. This is the same time that God took Israel and put them into Babylon, put them into bondage. Because they would not obey. It is the same time that he was going into uh, Judah and destroyed Judah for 70 years. It was the same time because they would not obey. But you got three guys over here that would. Do you see God's no respecter of persons? You got three men here that refused. And they are on their way to get saved while whole nation is perishing. If it wasn't for the remnant God saved, there wouldn't be a Jew on the earth today. There wouldn't be a Jew on the earth today. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. And and I I like the way that the Revised Standard says, he said, there's no need to defend ourselves in this matter. We're going to tell it like it is. And they did. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king, one way or the other, they're going to be delivered out of the king's hand says, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not, we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up, nor take the mark of the beast. We refuse. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Therefore he spoke and commanded they should heat the furnace 7 times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, cast them into the burning fiery furnace, fiery furnace. When then, then those men were bound in their coats, and their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace, they were thrown down. Thank God for all the clothes probably helped the fall. Now, therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they all died. Then, um, And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound, bound, into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace they refused they refused to serve his God Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spoke and said unto his counselors did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire and they answered and said unto the king true O king he answered and said lo i see four men loose Loose, walking in the midst of the fire. And they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. What a place to meet Jesus. What a place to meet Jesus in the fire. There is more than one of us that have met Jesus in the fire. Now, do you realize that God saved three men that refused to bow down when the rest of their countrymen were being taken into bondage and starved and taken to Babylon and killed by the sword. Three men got saved in the fire. Do you understand? Do you know you serve that same God. Do you understand? Do you know you serve that same God? And He is no respecter of persons. None. Now, turn with me to Luke 6. Verse 17. And Jesus came down with them from the mount, stood in the plain, in the company of his disciples, and a great multitude of people. A great multitude. Not, you know, not 12 guys. A great multitude of people. Get a, get a great multitude of people in your head. Think of Dallas Cowboy football game. Came down with them and stood in the plain in a company of his disciples, and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, Mediterranean Sea, that came that far them which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. They that were vexed of unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude, the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue out of him and healed them all. Healed them all. Healed them all. Get that word all in your heart. He healed them all. He didn't heal just the pretty ones. He didn't heal just the handsome ones. He didn't heal just the middle class ones or the rich ones. Or the intellectuals. He healed them all he healed them all they touched him and he healed them all do you realize the power of god there that jesus didn't stop and say well you're gonna have to do this uh, uh, i don't know about you today you got some stuff you got to get rid of did he ever say that there do you know he didn't even have to lay hands on them all they had to do was touch him Do you see that? He healed them all. Anybody that could get to that robe, he healed. He healed. And he healed people without feet. And he healed people without brains. He healed the insane. He healed the ones that had diseases. He healed the leprous ones that weren't even allowed to be around. He healed them. He healed them all. And Jesus is the one that said, I can do nothing. It is the Father that does the works. And I just do what the Father's doing. It was God healing those people. Who was he healing? He was healing the children of Israel. Of them everyone that came to Jesus he healed them his people the same people that he opened up the Jordan River their children were the one he came to heal to heal do you know you serve the same God do you know you serve the same God Do you understand you serve that same God that healed everyone that came to see Jesus? It's getting a little lighter, isn't it? Now, with that, we serve that God. And you know what? That God is with us Until we get to see him face to face. And he'll still be our God. Do you understand this is the God that's going to take us through the tribulation? This is the same God that did all those miracles then. Healed all those people in Jesus' time. This is the same God that is going to take us through the tribulation. The same God. He's destroying Jerusalem. He's destroying Israel, Damascus, all those places. And three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are having their time in the fire with Jesus. With Jesus. This is the same God that's going to take us through the tribulation. This is the same God that's going to walk with us. And for those of you that are worried you're going to get your head cut off. Hallelujah. Brownie points. I mean, I was te- laughing with Dole one day because, you know, he believes he's going up. But I said, you know what? They want my head. I'm just going to make sure that knife's sharp. Let me sharpen your knife there for a minute. Let me make sure it's sharp. Let's, let's get this quick. You know why? Instant glory. You want to sit around for 20 years and die of cancer, you can. I wouldn't mind going that way with the, you know, beheaded, because you get that beheaded brownie point up there. There is no fear in this, do you see? There's no fear in this. If you are walking with that God, that God, Not your religious God. Not your Methodist God. Not your Baptist God. Not your Catholic God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That God. If you are walking with that God, there is no fear. There is no fear. Turn with me to Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26 I'm going to begin in verse 1. In that day shall the song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. And this is the verse I want to get to. Thou shalt keep them in perfect peace. Perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because... He trusteth in thee. There are your directions, your instructions for the next years. There they are, simple. Thou shalt keep them in perfect peace. That peace is shalom. That is the peace, shalom. And we know shalom and uh, sozo are the same type of word. Shalom. That means peace. That means prosperity. That means security. In case the fire gets hot. That means safety. That means welfare. Provision. That means provision. Do you see that? He shall keep him in perfect provision. He shall keep him in perfect safety. He shall keep him in perfect um, prosperity. He shall keep him in perfect security whose mind is stayed on thee. Stayed on thee. You know what that word means? It means to lean on. To trust in. To establish yourself in. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee. He trusteth in thee. We can say. I refuse to take the mark. I trust in God. That same God. That brought Joshua through the Jordan, that brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego through the fire, that healed every single one that came to Jesus. That same God is the one we serve. How do we walk this out? Our minds are stayed on Him and Jesus. Our minds are stayed on Him. Their sin. Our minds are stayed on him. What did he do about sin? He sent Jesus. And Jesus bore our sin. That's where we keep our minds stayed on. We keep it on the gospel. What Jesus did. What the Father sent him to do. The people of Israel had Joshua. And believe you me, after they crossed that Jordan, they had a whole new respect for Joshua. And you know what? You know what Joshua, what that name is? You know who the next one that was named that? Joshua Hosea are the same name. Joshua, Hosea, and Jesus are the same name. Same name. One's Hebrew, one's Greek. The same name. We have our Joshua. His name is Jesus. We keep our mind stayed on what the Father did through Jesus for us. We need provision. We keep our mind stayed on Jesus. We trust in Jesus. We trust the Father that sent Jesus to do the same thing for us that he did for everybody else because he's no respecter of persons and that sacrifice of Jesus was for all. It was for all. All he wants us to do is believe it. And when we keep our minds stayed on him, we watch it happen. We watch it happen. Why? Because we are expecting it. We're trusting that it will happen. Why? Because we got the same God. We have the same God. you know the birds brought Elijah food every morning and every night? We have the same God. We have the same God. You need a job, we have the same God. You keep your mind stayed on him. And what Jesus, he sent Jesus to do for us. We have the same God. How many times God supplied what I needed in Frisco when I had no money, honey? No money. How many people can say a Baptist minister went fishing for a charismatic and gave her all his fish? And he didn't even like us because we spoke in tongues. But he liked me. Why? God made him. God made him. We have the same God. Do you understand that? we got the same God. You are sick. It is the same God that healed everybody that came to Jesus. Everybody was healed. Everybody was healed. That is the same God that we serve. Keep your mind stayed on that. Trust him and he will bring it to pass. He promised the word of God cannot be broken amen? Now, for those of you that don't know that God and don't know Jesus, you need him. You're really going to need him. If you don't think you need him, turn on the TV set for about five minutes. Turn on the news and you'll see how much you need him. And you know what? He wants to be part. He wants your life. He wants to where you don't have to be afraid. He wants where you can walk this out like the rest of us are going to. He wants to give that to you. He died for you. He already paid for you. He paid for you dearly on the cross. And God's the one that sent him to do it for you. He paid for you. All you need to do is to be born again. Jesus said, you must be. You must be. And now is even worse. You must be born again. You must be. You must get Jesus in you. And how do you do that? You just pray with me. Follow my words. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Reveal yourself to me. Fix me. And I ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Father, I thank you for your power. Father, I thank you for your power. I thank you for your power that you brought through Jesus. I thank you for your power, Father. I thank you for that resurrection power. I thank you for that power. I thank you for that resurrection power. I thank you for that power. Now, Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for that power. I thank you "...I thank you, I thank you, I thank you..." "...Jesus showed forth his glory with that power." "...I get thanks for that power now in Jesus' Name." "...Father, I thank you for that power." "...I thank you for that power." "...I thank you, Father, for that power now in Jesus' Name." "...Father, I thank you for that power." I thank you, Father, for the power of God in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for that power now. Father, I thank you for that power now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for that power now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for that power now in Jesus' name father I thank you for that power now in Jesus name father i thank you i thank you i thank you for that power now in Jesus name father I thank you for that power here now in jesus name father i thank you now for that power i thank you i thank you i you, I thank you I thank you Father I thank you Father I thank you for that power now in Jesus name Father I thank you I thank you anyone need prayer here I get thanks Father I thank you 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 I thank you for that power now. Father, I thank you for the power of God now. I thank you. Father, I thank you for those that are watching. Father, I thank you for that power now. Father, I thank you for that power now. Father, I thank you that you break every yoke in Jesus' name. It is not by might. It is not by power, but it's by my spirit saith the Lord Father I thank you breaking those yokes now in Jesus name breaking those yokes now in the name of Jesus Father I thank you Break perfect this minute. And Doyle turned me and I didn't say anything to him. He said, Julie, it's by little and little. I drive out what the beasts of the field before you. You know why? Lest they turn again and rend you because you're not strong enough to keep them out. Right. So That's why we're going piece by piece. But God said, tell her this. I've heard you. Thank you. And I'm going to deliver you. Now you got to get in that word. And you got to take more ground so we can take more. That's for everybody. You know, Jesus said, you know, Jesus did, we just read it. All those vexed with evil spirits, he took them out. I mean, he delivered them. And you know what he said? They're all going to come right back. And they did. Jesus. They did. He says that in the word. He said they they all, they, they didn't, those that didn't get their building, their vessel occupied. They came back, and they couldn't keep them out. You've got to get in that word. You've got to walk with God so you can keep them out. If you, Some of you are wondering, why hasn't God delivered me yet? Because you couldn't keep it. That's his mercy. You know, the, the, you and I were there when Terry and I said, God said, if I deliver you everything Thank from right now, there'll be nothing Jesus. left but smoke and tennis shoes. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. so get in that word, and we will bring it out. That was strong. That was real strong. That was real strong. I get thanks, Father. I I know. I mean, you know, I know what this is. I had insanity and God delivered me from it. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you think I still got it, but that's just too bad. (laughs) You know, and and for those of you that that I can hear the hearts talking, when I am yelling and and saying glory and hallelujah and amen and stuff, what do you do at a football game? (laughs) Well, you know what? My team wins every time. That's why I yell so loud every time. All right? See you next week. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.